camera school live. I <laughs> <laughs> can imagine we got like 10 minutes into the show and I'm thinking, there's anybody watching? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It started already. Mm-hmm. <sighs> right, here we go. <laughs> Try again. Oh. It's just it buffering. I don't know if we're live or not. Do you want me to do it? It's just it's scheduled on my screen. Do you want me to do it? Live yet? It's not going to live here. I'll do it here, Paul, if you want. Having trouble connecting, please check your... Hang on two seconds, Billy. There you go, we win. We're live. Give him some music. We're live. Welcome. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review uh, for tonight's uh, match review. We do apologize for the start there. It was saying we weren't connected. Billy then connected us, and I've got no idea what happened there. All I know is we're live now. That is the main thing. So welcome, everybody, and I uh, hope everybody's having a, a splendibulous week. Uh, obviously, with Newcastle United beating the Skip Rats yesterday 1-0, uh, it was just a, a beautiful occasion. Uh, mm-hmm. So we will get into that, of course. Uh, Danielle's been on a posh work due today, so she's mm-hmm. she's all glammed up. Billy's got a mm-hmm. posh shirt on, and, you know, Alex is not in the know tonight. And, um, yeah. uh, and I've got Alex's mum's favourite yellow shirt on. So, uh, you know, it's 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 a joyous occasion. It is. Um, and i got some new fishing today in the background, very posh mm-hmm. fish. So, yeah. Today's a good day. Well, it's a a good day to celebrate a win over Everton any day, Mm. uh, to be fair. Um, And those of you that didn't catch my uh, video earlier on today, um, a lot of you have. So thank you very much. We've had um, tremendous views on that video uh, regarding a little bit of a bust up in the tunnel at halftime between uh, uh, T-Rex and uh, Kieran Trippier. Um, Apparently, as Jim Rosenthal puts it, they went eyeball to eyeball. I think that's very bit. A little bit difficult, wouldn't you say, to go eyeball to eyeball with someone? I mean, you know, it's, you're in very close proximity, aren't you, when you go eyeball to eyeball with people? But there you go. Mm. Uh, right, we'll go through a couple of comments before we get into the juicy bits. Uh, Peter, well, it's not Peter Griffin. I'd love to know what his name actually is. Uh, what a win. Saw an Everton fan yesterday uh, saying we're not even that good, even though our last home loss was April last season. Uh, we busted even without Maxi and Isak, and Everton are just dreadful. How are the lads? Uh, Billy's number one fan, Mary. Uh, as a side, Newcastle continue to grow and develop and strengthen. And regardless of the media or rival fans, it is what you see on and off the pitch that will define your team long term. Uh, Solo, good evening. Uh, great win for the team. Good cameo from Anderson uh, and has to start against Spurs. Give Murphy a rest as he looked a little leggy against Everton. Uh, Michael, good evening to you. Uh, Keith says, uh, I've been supporting Newcastle since the 70s and cannot remember any time the team spirit has been any better. The back four hugging each other at the end shows this so much. That was pretty special, wasn't it? I mean, you know, the, the four of them, uh, sorry, Nick Pope as well actually got in there, the, the, sort of the back four and the goalkeeper, uh, all with beaming smiles, Daniel. Absolutely. I mean, I think we talked about in the last review about Botman um, and Shaw and their partnership, and I think 
it's sorry the cat's trying to headbutt the, the laptop which is why the screen's shaking so sorry That's about right. that don't know why she does it it's so annoying um but yeah you know they're now growing into the the best centre-back partnership in the in the Premier League by far um and obviously we've got the best defensive record so good on them it's lovely to see it's great to see it's everything we've wanted um and absolutely buzzing that we've got the three points against the skip rats Get in there. Yeah, uh, and I'd just like to say the some of the Everton fans' behaviour after that game last night was absolutely disgusting. Um, you, you know, kids with their parents having to run away because they were, you know, doing all sorts. And uh, shame on you. Shame on you. And you just proved why we call you the Skip Rats, to be honest. Um, absolutely mm. dreadful behaviour. Uh, Kungle Fox has uh, had a scouser. Nice picture um, from Kungle there. <laughs> had a scouser abusing a kid behind me on the walk of the station. Monkey bunch. And don't get me started on Claire Bolden. I mean, Anthony Gordon. Mm. Um, good evening, Gary. Uh, Tom says, uh, evening everyone. Another game with uh, Jurassic Parkford wound up. Uh, Scouse Mackham's on their coaches after the match. Phones up at the window saying, oil nonsense. Pathetic. Uh, but funny for us to see. Listen, it's all they've got. It's all they've got. Um, to be honest, uh, George, uh, good evening. Uh, evening, lads and lasses. Did anyone see the video of Miggy being swung around like a rag doll? Uh, who was the bloke who did it? It was outside the dressing room, wasn't it? When they came back to the dressing rooms, um, anybody know who it was? No, well, he looked like security, didn't he? Yeah, it's somewhat to do with the club, I guess, but uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, quite funny that. Uh, Pedro says, uh, a very good Thursday evening to you all, you beautiful hosts. Um, Mark, even and all, onwards and upwards. Uh, Gary says it was actually one of the security guys. Yeah, so the, there you go. Mm. Uh, up the A1, nice to see you guys last night. Uh, even Paul, Danielle, Alex and Billy uh, and TTR family. Another great result last night. It was good to speak again, Paul, after the match. It certainly was. Uh, it, everyone was uh, on a high. Uh, Pedro says, I was watching an Everton fan channel before and they were doing their nut with Gordon, saying he was a disgrace and diving all the time. I mean, what did you make of him, Alex? £60 million player in your, your book? Um. Well, no. Uh, I mean, is there the potential for it? I mean, you could argue. Well, I didn't. Maybe, see, I, but... I didn't see any potential um, last night. He was absolutely garbage. I mean, he. There were moments where he would receive the ball from a long ball or a, or a, or a goal kick, and he would he would sort of pick it up quite quickly. Good first touch and try and make a drive and run. I think that I, I was saying this yesterday that um, he. Um, I think that whole diving situation, I think that lost his head more than ours. I think he was trying to create a scene and rock some of our players. And in actual fact, all he did was lose his own head. And then he was making poor decisions, poor you know, decision-making whether to run left or right or, or, or knock it past his man or when to pass, when to run. He was all over the shop after that dive and mm. after trying to headbutt Trippier. He should have, he shouldn't have been on the pitch anyway, but... Um, he's definitely got some raw talent, but he is, it's very raw. Uh, and it's, its you know, because of their situation um, from the relegation last year, everything just fell down the pan. They've had to, um, you know, somewhat fast track him. I, I think he's far too raw to be playing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially getting all the minutes he's getting and all the plaudits he's getting and the price tag. He looks too raw. He needs... He needs managing better. I feel um, maybe it's not necessarily Lampard's fault. It depends on their on their strength and depth. They they need to try and keep the club afloat and stay in the Premier League. Um, but I feel like if we had him, 
he wouldn't be playing anywhere near as many minutes or he would be managed very differently. Mm. Um, I don't want him anyway because, yeah, I don't like his attitude at all. Or mm. his, or his well, I mean, look, Kieran Trippier, uh, they'd obviously said something in the dressing room beforehand about keeping an eye on his diving and stuff because as soon as he did it, Kieran Trippier went over to, to, to have a word with him. And I, I just love the way he starts mouthing off at tri- Trippier and then Cher comes sure. in like an absolute tank <laughs> he, and just he it absolutely yeah, pushes him three me. times and it's like, get the hell away from my captain. And then Nick Pope comes in and then it just all melee breaks up. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the squaring up with his head. It wasn't yeah. a headbutt, but when you start pushing your head into someone's face, you mm-hmm. should be off. Three mm-hmm. match ban, get off. We don't want that. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, now, I have heard some pundits saying that Joel Linton was lucky to be on the pitch last night. Uh, mm-hmm. Philly, I don't know what you made of it uh, on the watch along. You know, he gets a yellow card, and then um, it was a bit of a reckless second tackle. Uh, you know, and we were all sort of hearts in our mouths thinking, wow, you know, he's, he's got, has he got away with one there? And, um, obviously, he got injured just before half time as well. So I think that gave Eddie an excuse to to, to make the change. Yeah, it was a very close to having a yellow, the yellow card for that. I think mm. he would have got a yellow for it had he not already been booked. Um, but at the end of it, it cost us because Gordon did three or four that he should have been booked for. Uh, Calvert Lewin elbowed someone in the face after being booked. Yeah. He also uh, shot when he was offside, whistle blew, he kicked the ball away, didn't get booked for that. Um, but Joe Linton's second tackle was a yellow card. Had he not been already yellow carded, I think, yeah, he was clumsy, very clumsy. And uh, I think that the injury hampered him a little bit towards the end of the first half, didn't it? He was a. Uh, I don't think Joe Linton was fit yesterday. Uh, I, I don't think he was fit. Uh, he had a lot of strap, you know, that tape strap, and he had he had mm. his. his uh, I think it was his right leg, uh, quite heavily taped up. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure he was 100% yesterday. Uh, we're oh. getting an awful lot of comments saying, yes, you're live, you're live, you're live. So I don't know whether it was just at our end, uh, but we were live. But there you go. Uh, it, it, it's, it's one of them things. It Does anybody else on... think that Calvert-Lewin tackle was a red? Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, I've seen it again today. Um, I, I, I haven't seen anything yet. Because he, he, he went in from behind and didn't get the ball. And in my mm. eyes, if you're going to take that risky, if you're going to try and slide tackle from behind and you, you don't get the ball, get, you know, yeah. off. And scissored, yeah, it, scissored as well. Scissored the feet as well. So it was, it was all those things that we don't want to see. I, I think he's very lucky to stay on. I, I thought that was really? a lot worse than people seem to have thought. Yeah, that, yeah definitely. Uh, Noxie says, uh, what a win and what a player Miggy is. I bet Grealish will be crying listening to the Backstreet Boys. Come on, the mags. Uh, answers, hi, all great results. Um, Jody Rick says, I did a pick for... Well, it's not my fault. It's technology. You know what I mean? If it tells me I'm not live, how the hell do I know I'm live? Um, it said the same on all of our screens. So, you know, it just said one of those. scheduled. It didn't say live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike says, did anyone else notice the number of players slipping over? Wilson, Botman and others. The pitch could explain muscle injuries. Um, look, I have to say from, you know, where I was sitting yesterday, considering there was a rugby match last weekend, the pitch looked incredible, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there were heavy water in it quite heavily again. Um, but, you know, that's what Eddie will have asked for. You know, the, I you, mentioned you know, this at Brentford, didn't I, to you? You did. You did. Um, but again, it was it was heavy water in half time as well. So I don't yeah, know whether we, we, want, we were passing side. We want the ball zipping off the turf. That's how we play. And that's mm. yeah. You know, the team that lump it high don't get the uh, same kind of benefits we do out of it. Mm. I mean, look, the first half, the football we played was was quite sensational. Actually, it was um, 
some of the one-touch football, the back heels. That moment leading up to Bruno's first effort that uh, he, he sort of squandered just wide. Mm -hmm. Had that gone in, that was one of the goals of the season. Um, Definitely. You know, nobody century could argue with that. Goal it of the was, century, that been. Oh, one of the, just, one of the great was super. Yeah. <clears throat> that um, reminds me of old school Arsenal when they had Santi yeah. Cazorla, when mm -hmm. Wilshere yeah. was good, when they used to do the, do the little intricate build-ups and it was very, like aesthetically pleasing to watch that mm. but we're starting I, I said at the time to my family because we, we had because it was on Amazon this time thank god we could all watch it and I, I was like oh my god we're actually really good at football <laughs> like we're not just a good team we're really good at football yeah. one touch stuff was just incredible I mean look it, it was brilliant and and Bruno just skewed that shot wide didn't catch it right yeah. Um, and then he had another one a couple of minutes later, which was a very clever little left foot shot that he just tried to bend in the cut. And that wasn't far away, by the way. That was that was no. creeping in. And then, Danielle, the moment comes. The little man again cuts it. But a, little, a good move again from Newcastle United. Yeah. Uh, played back to uh, Miggy on the edge of the box. Joel, I think it was Bruno just sort of rolled it to him. Um, mm -hmm. And as soon as he hit it, I said, Pickford's not getting that. Yeah. He's just not yeah. getting it. Um, Definitely, I was really happy he didn't overhit it because mm. I felt like that that could that could have gone one way or the other. But for for me, when that were going in, I thought we're battering these. Like mm. I really thought, like this is going to open the floodgates and we're going to start. Like we're going to go in half time, like two, three, four. Maybe. We should have been, to be fair. Um, we, sh we should have been. But yeah, I mean, you know, and Miggy, what a player! What a mm. player! I mean, like, and we had that effort from Murphy in the first 10 minutes, mm -hmm. of course, yeah. when he cut in and just blazed over. Uh, mm -hmm. Miggy had another one in the second half just over the top. And of course, um, you know, we, we almost scored with Anderson late on. You know, second half wasn't great. I think we got a bit leggy. Um, but look, I don't... And they couldn't create anything, Everton. They couldn't do anything with no. it. So they had, look, they had possession, but they couldn't do yeah. anything with it where we were, we were getting tired, I think. It's like Lampard yeah. said. Lampard even said it. You know that we they were coming through the midfield in the second half. I think mm -hmm. we missed Joel Linton. It was clear to see, um, yeah. and they were coming through the midfield, uh, but they were getting to that final third, and they were just they couldn't get through us. We stayed so disciplined and so tight knit again that they can't find that killer pass, and it was it, you know it was destroying them because they were getting frustrated uh, because they just couldn't find a way through. And again, Fabian Share just outstanding and then he goes and hits one of the passes of the season last night i don't know if you guys can remember it he was deep in our half on the right hand side and he blazed a pass across to elliot anderson all the way up the other end of the pitch on the other side it was just a glorious only one corner pass. wasn't it i think yeah just just incredible performance again and again he you know got a couple of head injuries but he, he's up and he's and then we thought he'd done his his hamstring uh yeah. you know in the gallery again end. yeah and then he, he sort yeah. of he does a couple of hops and then he starts sprinting back. It just, the man is a machine. He is yes. a machine. Mm -hmm. um, but look, you know, there was, I don't think everybody, I mean, Bruno seemed to be back to himself yesterday. Bruno was uh, just influential again. Um, but Sean Longstaff for me is just not, you know, and I said to the guys after the game last night, I said, you know, Sean is there to do a job at the minute. We know he's not as good as the other players around him, right? And he's doing a job, and that's fair enough. But seven times I counted last night, he passed the ball straight to Everton players. Really poor passing. And against maybe a, a stronger side, they would have punished us. You know, there was twice that he gave the ball away that led to Everton breakaways, and it could have been worse. Um, now, I don't think... I think he was a much leggy early doors in that match than the other players were. Um, 
but you know, I, I guess he's there to do a job and he's doing it. But you know, you've got to remember how physical that Everton midfield are. That they're, they're not the same. This is what we mentioned in the preview. They're not the same team. You know, they got Idrissa Gay back, who is a very, very decent player. Um, Onana, despite being a, a strange diver, considering how massive he is. Honestly, that was um, the, that was getting on my nerves that last it, night. It won't. It won't be. Is is good, you know. They've said he's converted into a tidy sort of ball winning midfielder, and he is. He's, he was playing some lines, playing passes. He was physical, so they've got three very big lads in midfield. Mm-hmm. And Longstaff was struggling with the physicality. To be fair, Joe Linton was struggling with the physicality. Yeah, I think. I think more more of it was down to. I think he's missing not having Target and Maxi. I think him having Burn mm-hmm. and Murphy is not doing Joe Linton any fav- favors at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It was a. I think we've got to put some respect on The Premier League in midfield is only going to get tougher. It's not going to get easier. Absolutely, of course it is. No, it'll be it'll be different. Everton, as you mentioned, there was no creativity Mm -hmm. um, because they didn't have it. Iwobi was the only one with any decent sort of line split passes, and Lampard Mm -hmm. took him off, which was ridiculous because Iwobi was the only one playing dangerous passes, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, I found this. Not all teams will have three, you know, massive ball winners like that. Most yeah. teams will have it balanced out and Longstaff won't struggle as much necessarily and Joe Linton mm. won't struggle with... It, teams have different balances and at the moment Lampard's just gone for... You've got to remember M- Lampard's pedigree of who he played with. He likes John Obi mikel and Essien in midfield. He, he he remembers that and he's gone for three absolute massive you know, guys in midfield. Um, it's probably just what maybe his style, maybe who he's been able to get hold of, but... Uh, I agree. Longstaff wasn't good enough, but you've got to remember that that was that was an uncharacteristically difficult physical midfield. We're not going to come up against that. I mean, who else in the league's got a midfield like that? Not really anybody, to be fair. We're, we're the only other people with a the meaty midfield like that. Mm. I, listen, I just think he's too slow. I, I think he's not just with his legs, but with his, his, his football and brain as well. He's not up to the level. Uh, you know, you see Joe Willock come on and have an absolutely fantastic second half. Some of those runs he was making last night was were, were just brilliant. You know, the one he got on, uh, if you remember, you know, he got it on the, around about midway through the half on the left-hand side and cut through two Everton players. You broke away. Joe Willock has got that in his game and we know he has because he's, he's done it in the last few games. Um, and I just think, you know, the problem is when Willock plays... You know, it sort of sends Bruno back when Joe Linton's there. But whether Joe Linton's going to be fit for uh, for Sunday, I mean, can you see any changes, Billy, for Sunday? Do you think you'll make a, quite a few? It's a hard one to kind of think about. I think he will. Yeah, I think he will. I think he'll have, I don't think Joe Linton will be fit. I'll be fair, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, I think Willock will come in for him and play on the left like he did against Brentford and Fulham. Um, and I think he might bring Chris Wooden also for for Wilson. I think he might rest him. Mm. I mean, Joe Linton did, you know, when they were showing the players coming back to the dressing room, Joe Linton was limping quite heavily. Um, so, mm. I, does he risk it? Does he not? I, I don't think he does risk Joe Linton, no, to I be honest. I don't think he does. No. Um, listen, Tottenham aren't all that, right? I'll say it now. They're not all that. Man United made them look very, very average last night. And, you know, we've just come away from Old Trafford, possibly could have got three points there, you know, and... We are now up to a level where we are now challenging these teams. We are giving these teams a game. And for me, it doesn't matter who's on that pitch for Newcastle United at the minute. They're all drilled the same way. Absolutely. And 
defensively, we are drilled incredibly well, considering when Eddie Howe first came in, we're all getting told, oh, you know, he's, he, he can't manage it, he can't coach a defence. Well, look at the improvements we've had in the defence. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cher's always been a good player for me. Botman is just a class apart. You know, he's, he's keep going with Dan Byrne at left back. You know, and, and Kieran Trippier, well, he's Trippier. You know what I mean? He Jack looked Sandin. he looked mm-hmm. absolutely exhausted, by the way, in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Leon, who sits next to me, and, and George, obviously, in front, we were just worried that he was um, he was carrying a bit of a knock. Um, but he played the whole game. So if you're watching you know, it on TV, the, the camera kept showing his face close up, and he was just yeah, it was like wincing, but wincing, permanent yeah. wince just yeah. all the time. He That's didn't what we noticed, and he came to take a corner. Uh, in the first half, and and, and normally sort of he, he jogs quite quickly to take it, but he was just walking to the corner flag, and I thought, yeah, that is a bit weird. Um, but he played the full game, and I imagine if there was something wrong with him, they would have took him off because they're not going to risk a long-term injury for Kieran Trippier. You know what I yeah, mean? So, I agree. Um, and did everybody maybe, see maybe the... he's picked up a bit of that illness that's been going around yeah, the camp. Well, that's maybe a possibility. he's just not feeling himself. Maybe. Mm. The, the, that's why a few of them could have looked leggy. Maybe they were just feeling the this bug that's going I mean, around. He's got to play Tottenham. Who plays instead? Exactly. We haven't got anyone else. We haven't got another way back. He was getting forward as much as he always does, and he was still in the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, the, I mean, there was a few times again. First half, you know, I had Miggy. That the one thing about Miggy is just I wish he had a right foot because there was a couple of times in the first half he was played in. Uh, you know, those little integrated passes by Bruno, just clipping them over the defence. And the opportunity's there to play it in with your right foot. Um, and he didn't a couple of times. He spun back on his left. He tried it once with his right foot, which I think went out for a corner. Um, but do you know what? Miggy is just a different player this season. He he, 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 Come alive, it, hasn't it, he? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just amazing what a bit of confidence does for you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's he's now striking the ball so much better. You know, remember he used to shoot and it would end up at the corner flag or down in the hit the bar in the strawberry. You know, it's like, He's just confident now taking shots on. He's not afraid and he, he wants to take players on. He wants to combine with everybody else and it, it, it's brilliant to watch. Um, Mark says, today is a good day to go fishing in Paul's tank. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Tony says, uh, love the T-Rex flag carrier. Yeah, that was brilliant. That was absolutely oh, super. Oh, no. Did he get thrown out the... though? Yeah, he got told off. Oh. Um, but we, we saw him in the first half as well. He was at the Leases in the first half as well. So it, it, uh, it was brilliant um, when he had goalkeeper gloves on. Yeah, it was class. <laughs> absolutely class. Um, but that, that flag in the before the match, guys, I mean... It, Huge, it's, isn't it? it? It's weird being under it, man. It is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, you just... You can see through it, but it's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got all these, like, thousands of people under this flag, and it's, it's uh, just bizarre. Um, Abs says, uh, "Am I the only one who thinks J Seven uh, was okay-ish? It wasn't his best game by a long shot, but if he was carrying a knock, that would explain it." Um, but look, there was—we didn't. The first half, we we were awesome. I think we we controlled the game, um, but there was definitely something in in the legs that went a little bit in the second half, and, mm. and Everton did did push, but they had one shot, which wasn't on target in the whole game, uh, which is why I kind of laughed at Lampard when he said they should have got a point or they deserved a point. I'm thinking, oh, we, had, we had how many shots? You've and, got to and, have like, a shot on target to deserve any points. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that I was astounded <laughs> by that. Um, but he, he, listen, he's going to say that as the opposition manager, isn't yeah, he? He, well, it, he it, thought that, that Claire Bold in the swan dive was a penalty, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> wow. I mean, I've, I've seen a few 
idiots today saying it was a penalty, but it, it just wasn't. Was it Nickers? Nickers. <laughs> Nickers to it. Mm. Um, someone on Facebook, I'm not sure who that is. Ben was chuffed he got to say hello to you last night, Paul. Oh. Actually, yes, I do remember. Yeah. Uh, I hope he enjoyed the match because uh, I know he was excited. Uh, Tom says, uh, I saw two Everton fans before the match walking up with a KFC. Uh, one of them in broad scouts says to the other, stop nicking me chicken, la. <laughs> stop nicking me chicken. Wagner, um, I would like to know what you all think about Calvert-Lewin's tackle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought that was very clearly a red card. It, it was. The, um, the more you see it. Um, with... By the way, guys, he was not fit last night. Calvert Lewin. No, he wasn't. He, he, I mean, we were, you know, when we saw the team sheet come out and Everton's team sheet, we saw Calvert Lewin was there. We thought, oh, wow, you know what I mean? He's starting. Um, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna really test our our back line. But he just wasn't fit. He didn't man. have any he, support. I, I think he, he made some good runs. He's definitely a better player than people seem to give him credit for. I think people just, you know, bad talk him because he's, yeah. of his injuries. But his movement was pretty tidy. He's just yeah. not fit at well, all. He's just, he's just not fit. He no isn't. service. He's, he's, he's... And they kept and, crossing and the it is... as soon as he came off. He got substituted off and then they started crossing it. I, I know. It, it was very it. bizarre. I mean, they brought on um, <laughs> Mope, who's about three foot two, when they start crossing it. But well. listen, Nick Pope commanded his area brilliantly last night, I have to say. Um, you know, all these balls that Everton were trying, playing them through over the top or down the channels. Nick Pope was out like an absolute bullet, you know, and it, it must be so confident if you're a central defender and, and they try and play through you like that, yet you've got your goalkeeper just sweeping everything up uh, because that was that was frustrating Everton as well. He shielded it out for a throw-in at, at the oh, end once. That well, when he did that in the second half, we thought that ball wasn't going to roll out, but obviously he it, it just managed to creep over the line. But it was just the way he stuck his big ass out. And do you know what it is? He's got the funniest running style, Nick Pope. If you watch him when he when he's running, he's 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 very bandy legged. He's he's sort of. But listen, he, he he commanded his area. Any cross he came for yesterday, caught no problem. He he looked back to his full confidence. And I think because of who was at the other end, um, mm-hmm. given that all eyes were on the two England goalkeepers last night, um, I think he came out of it with flying colours again. He didn't have a save to make. Um, apart from he's one, got the best given... defence in front of him, hasn't he? Well, he has. So, I mean, like, you've got to look at it like that as well. But he's all, got all of the five of them, Daniel, they've got such mm-hmm. an understanding now. Yeah. They just even when we were sort of one nil up into the second half, I'm not thinking anymore. And I don't know about you guys, but you know when we used to capitulate and you knew a goal was coming or an equaliser or a winning goal was coming. I don't feel like that anymore. I mean, Billy, I don't know about you watching it and the watch along, just. Seeing the way we defend, it just fills you with so much confidence that you can hang on to a one nil now. Yeah, I, I felt under no threat whatsoever. They never looked like scoring. Indeed, they didn't even look like they were trying to score. They were still passing the ball back in the ninety-six minutes from centre forward, centre half to centre half to centre half yeah. to James Garner back to centre half. They had no intention of trying to score a goal because I think if they knew if they opened up, they were going to get another one past them. So, yeah, strange tactics from Everton, but I mean, our lads at the back had it, had them all in the pocket, didn't they? Let's be perfectly honest. No creativity. Well, yeah, uh, but isn't it, isn't it, it? Yeah, isn't it great that even though we're not right bang on our game in the second half, we still winning games. We're still getting points up. You know, it's, it's it's sort of. I mean, you know, going to Old Trafford. You know, we got a point at Old Trafford. We took a point off Manchester City. We should have taken more at Liverpool if it wasn't for disgraceful decisions. It, you know, so we're playing these top teams, and we. we 
we look if we look just as good. We look so comfortable. And and the league table's proven that at the minute. I mean, we were saying before the game last night, Alex, that if we stay where we are, around position six to eight, coming into the World Cup break, the transfer window basically starts not long after. We could get a few players in and really make a push for Europe this season, which I think is a season earlier than possibly the owners were even thinking themselves. Because the team and Eddie Howe are surprising everybody. Literally everybody. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll have, we should have Maxi and Isak back for mm-hmm. January as well. And whoever we decide to sign, if, if anybody, it does seem likely that we are going to try and sign someone. Um, so it is integral that we try and grind some results out and, and just, we don't even have, we don't have to be, but like position is not necessarily important. It's more about the points accumulation, to be fair. Mm-hmm. The positions are not as important as people seem to think. Um, it, it is more about points. And at, at the moment, we're on track for um, 62 points. If we, if, we, if we match the points per game we're on now, we should get around 62, which was good enough for sixth last season. So it might not be good enough for sixth this season. It might it might vary, but it's it's a good target to try and get to at sixty ish points. It's far more than we've been having in recent seasons. You know, we, we're lucky if we get around forty five ish. That's kind of where we've been going for. So to to jump straight up to sixty um, is is a you know is an enormous improvement. You know, that's five odd additional. Um, wins with of points. That's so many more points than yeah. we were we previously been getting. Um, so it's definitely mm-hmm. possible. We just need mm-hmm. to try and it's less about positions, more about points. It's just keep it ticking over. Draws if we if we can, wins if we can. Try not to lose. Just try and keep the points ticking over. Reassess in January, um, and then if they think they want to have a push, have a push. We'll see. I mean, we we were thinking last night that um, there's a possibility that Newcastle United. Uh, already have players lined up. Um, the deals may already be in place to bring some players in. Um, do you think that's a possibility, Danielle? I mean, given that we're not in the know, just putting that point out. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, I think. Well, I think yeah. personally, I think we'll bring Madison in in January. I think we'll have to bring him in. Um, for me, we'll be looking mm-hmm. for a left winger and a right winger. We need both um, for depth of position. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we've been we've been shrewd all the way along. We've we've made all the right moves with the right players at the right time. So I'm confident that you know the agreements will be already there. I would think. Yeah. Uh, Barbara says, uh, "Hi, Paul, Danielle, Alex, and Billy. Did you guys not think a lot of the passing was very sloppy uh, and not finding their target? Delighted with the win, though. Um, some of the time, I guess when when we got leggy, but." Second half. Barbara, you can't say that in the mm. first half. The first half was just, the passing was extraordinary. Um, and yeah, obviously when your legs start to, you know, you start to get tired, passing will become sloppier. That's just the nature of the game. Um, so I think I think that's why that happened. But as for, you know, very sloppy, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Um, we had sloppy in the first half too, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And we the, the, away a couple of times. The first the 20 minutes, yeah. The first 20 minutes. The, the next 25 minutes were sensational. Yeah, we. I mean, both teams were feeling each other out, I think, first mm. 15 minutes or so. It wasn't great football to watch from either side, to be honest. Um, but we, 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 we were controlling possession, I guess, at that time anyway. Um, Gary thinks that Trippier looked a bit pale and unwell last night. Mm. Look, with the, if there's a bug going through the camp, there is a there is a, a real possibility of that, uh, to be honest. Um 
Toon Dave says, uh, Miggy was absolute class again last night. Looks so full of confidence at the moment. Um, Noxie says, how bad was that Tartoski? Tarkovsky tackle on Fraser, by the way. Absolutely shocking. The commentator on my stream played it down as well. Mm-hmm. It was a disgusting tackle. And to be fair, I mean, in the slight time that Fraser was on the pitch, he did take a couple of nasty hits last getting, night. You know what, you know what he was doing? He's gonna get what Del Boy's gonna get against Tyson Fury in December. Like that's mm. what he felt. That's what it, that's exactly what it was like. Like yeah. poor little Ryan Fraser, bless him. He was absolutely bad at I can't even give him a bad rating because he didn't have a chance to do anything. Nah. He just kept being battered every five seconds. <laughs> God love um, him. <laughs> he did try and make a couple of decent runs when he got battered, by the way. I, I think that was, you know, yeah. the, he, he had beaten the players, to be fair to him. The collision um, between a six foot four uh, heap of a man of centre half against a five foot four winger, right on his yeah. instep. How he didn't break his ankle, I will never know. I will never yeah. know. Yeah. Shocking time. Uh, George says, apparently, uh, Eddie can't organise a team defensively. Uh, also, I think they had more of the ball once Big Joe went off. Um, they did. And, and I think that I did say that in the second half last night watching it. I thought it was plain and simple that we missed Joe Linton. It just kind of upset that midfield trio. Um, you know, they, they, they were sort of working out where each other was supposed to play. And Everton were coming through the middle quite easily, to be fair. But... They got through the middle and then they met the, uh, the, the fantastic four across the back and then his holy one in goal. They're just not going to score. Um, you know, and a lot of people have said today that we could be still playing now and Everton still wouldn't have scored. Uh, we just looked so comfortable with everything they threw at us. Um, Adam says, Miggy will be our top scorer at the end of the season. Well, he is at the minute, isn't he? Five mm-hmm. goals. Lovely. Incredible. Incredible. One up against Leeds, by the way, a cock own goal. Oh dear, what a cock. Um, I like coffee, says hi, Bill, Paul, Billy, Alex and Daniel and uh, all. I'm still buzzing with Miggy's goal uh, and uh, the team play where Bruno just missed scoring. I've never seen so many back heels in one match and there were four and five in one. It was incredible. It was just pinging back heels left, right and centre and then we were, all of a sudden we're at their penalty area and it's like, Christ. Um, Bruno, Bruno intercepted it. Bruno intercepted the ball with a back heel. I've never seen that in my life. Yeah, uh, that was... Just it bizarre. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Jordy, thank you very much for your $10 super chat. Uh, it's week 10. Gordon has five yellows, then just came back from suspension. That is after week nine. Picked up another last night. So that is six yellows plus suspension. Uh, weren't we looking at the worthless hump? Absolutely disgusting. Mm. Do you know who's got the second most? Madison. Oh. Yes. Yeah. He has. But I'd still have Madison. That's the difference. Yeah, Madison. Well, actually, Mad- Madison. I cannot. Madison is actually doing stuff on the pitch, whereas you know that little Quasimodo motherfucker. You know, he's he's just he's just a cheat. Um, what made Lewis him think? Is, uh, I'm going to grab my hair streaked. I mean, did he watch Back to the Future one night and thought? I'm well, he must have, Billy. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking I mean, that. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Ridgely. I think he yeah. tried to copy Bruno and Joe Linton, but got it wrong. Totally wrong. Well, he got it very wrong, actually. Yeah. Uh, um, Ian says that uh, lucky trips didn't drop Gordon like a bad habit. Well, Shah certainly, Shah certainly wanted to. Um, a few comments saying that uh, J7 really didn't look fit. Uh, Tony says, uh, also, did you notice all the Everton players rushing up to defend Gordon? Neither did I. No, they didn't. Yeah, really. they didn't really. They didn't sort of, you know, fly in at a hundred. He's obviously miles just in that hour, isn't he? He's obviously just in that hour, and well, they're just sick of him. Like obviously, so I mean, look at our players. Shaw was in there, Pope was in there, everyone was in there, man, getting involved. But yeah. He was on his own. 
our way. If you're going to be a knacker, that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. I, I, look, I think, especially at half time when, you know, they're going down the tunnel and apparently Pickford and Trippy have a bit of a, you know, a, a, an eyeball and, you know, emotions are running high. It happens, and, man. And... We, I mean, as friends, we sometimes have disagreements. Absolutely. I mean, we don't go, we don't I... go eyeball to eyeball, but you know I what I mean? I hate when like... goalkeepers do that. Because goalkeepers that... are so far back. There's no way Pickford or any goal, any goalkeeper in any match for that matter, when it's in the penalty area, fair enough. But yeah. these goalkeepers, I'm not on about Pickford specifically, but he did do this yesterday. They're constantly having huge arguments about things that happened in the centre circle. It's like, you, there is no way you can yeah. confirm any contact or you definitely saw what happened. Absolutely no way. And Pickford no. was doing it as yeah. well. There was no way he saw half of the stuff he was whinging no. about. Yeah. Too far Do you away. know what it is as well, though? Uh, when he first touched the ball in that first half, I have never, ever heard boos as loud as that in my life. Now, some people would say, well, he'll thrive on that being the, you know, the cocky little git that he is. Uh, but, you know, we've had proof in the past that that kind of thing uh, got to him. But mm-hmm. to be honest, it didn't look like it got to him last night. He kept a level head. He didn't react to any of the crowd when he was, you know, running back to the Gallagher or running back to the Leasers. He, he didn't really react. Um, and I, I do have to say this, you know, when the ball girls and ball boys uh, were rolling the ball back to him, he was giving them the thumbs up to say thank you, And which I thought, you know, not all goalkeepers do that, to be fair to Pickford. Um well, yeah, it was a yeah. very tight... struggle, wasn't he, to do it that? It was a very tight thumbs Look up. Look, he's playing his, on the uh, Xbox. yeah. But you know what? He could have let it get to him, but I don't. He didn't. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, he, he, look, it's okay. banter. At the end of the day, like yeah. we're not saying he's a terrible human being by any means. But interestingly um, enough, Danielle, right when he's running well, back to the Leeser's end, the, you know, the first half for the first half, uh, I don't know how Sunderland fans would feel about this, but he was he was kissing the Everton badge, so you know, it, it, as if to say, I'm not a Macam anymore, kind of thing, which which I found quite hilarious. Uh, and I thought, oh, that'll probably upset the uh, the red and white half. The thing is, he does a lot for young. He, he does a lot for like young kids football. Um, I don't know, I he can't does. Really this out. You know what I mean? Um, kids teams in 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 Sunderland, etc. He supports a lot of them. Um, so good for him. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I just think he's a terrible goalkeeper. That's it. It, it was just his aggro he was given to fans over the years, and, and yeah, us specifically. Yeah. That's what's caused it. That's he, it. He's maybe maybe he wants to get rid of that, but I think he's have, matured a lot, Alex. I, I have to say, he's not going to get he, rid of it though. No, well, he's not, but he has just matured as a goalkeeper. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But um, and and possibly as a man as well. Obviously, the, you know, look at Mitrovic. You know, he's he's calmed down a lot over the years. But it's for me, you know. It, we didn't test him enough, you know. We no, we we, 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 we lots to, of soft to, headers, wasn't there? Yeah, a like, lot of a... really well worked set pieces and corners, but the the final header was always too soft. Mm. Mm. That second Lejeune um, goal was the one that killed him, wasn't it? The second, the, the two yeah. in injury time. That was the, well, the well, second. It was that time at St James's as well, where they were winning, um, yeah, and we yeah. came back to win three two, I think, with yeah, uh, Rondon and that and. Uh, Perez, Perez. Oh, it was sweet. Because if you remember that long shot, he, he fumbled and it came out, I think, Perez, and he stuck it in the net. And um, I don't think he's recovered from that day, to be honest, because that's when he was really cocky. He's probably got uh, PTSD. Well, he was probably giving it to the Newcastle fans coming off at half time, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, the cameras caught him coming down the tunnel, mouthing off at them. And uh, uh, people don't forget, you know what I mean? Uh, PTSD. Two is, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
actually think the ref did fairly well last night. J7 could have had a second yellow, uh, but so could some of the skip rats too. Um, I don't think the referee was too bad last night, to be honest. Uh, it, it wasn't a case of... Um, I, I, we weren't talking about the referee after the game, which... Well, I would have liked a bit more consistency because there were, there were occasions where he was blowing for like a really tiny nothing and then he'd completely let go like a rugby tackle. Mm. It was a bit... You know what's what's the standard here? Can we kill someone or can we tickle them? Like he was just blown for different severity of tackles, like the Joe Linton one, no yellow, the second one. But then it was just a little bit odd. I, I did like it. He was letting the game flow a lot more. It was better. Um, and I don't think, the, as much as we hate it, I don't think the um, Everton players could have been punished much more than they were. I think they got their yellow cards. Tarkovsky was very frustrating with his when he put it out for a corner. And they gave it as a goal kick and he smirked and stuff. Unfortunately, the ref can't do anything about that. Um, no. So I think he gave the yellows in the appropriate place. But it was a bit inconsistent at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Mann, thank you very much for your £5 super sticker. Thank you very, 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 very much. Um, Stu says, uh, Gordon should have been sent off uh, for looking like he's been set on fire and then put out with a pickaxe. <laughs> uh Gordon does more diving than Katie Price, says Mark Robson. Uh, wow. Uh, Spacebar says, uh, the pitch was fine. It, it, uh, it was water during half time. It's how we play that's causing the issues with injuries. Um, uh, Wagner says, I think the referee just didn't have the balls to give a red card at six minutes. Uh, he should have, though. He yeah. have the balls to give it at 90 minutes, to be fair, because, I mean, there's lots of players that had yellow cards that committed further offences and weren't put Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You're right there, Benny. They definitely could have been a sign United as well. Casemiro and um, Fernandez both committed a few fouls post their yellow card. Mm-hmm. And yep. that injuries comment, I don't know. I, I, it, it is that the style of play causes injuries, but I don't think you can specifically say it's causing our injuries right now. Kraft got horror tackled. Um, we've got sickness. ASMs is a reoccurrence, and Isak's mm-hmm. happened in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't us. So. I don't know. Maxi's happened in training. It was unlucky. Isak wasn't even with the club. Yeah. We weren't, you know, yes, our style of play does tend to get more injuries, but I don't think, I think we've just been a bit unlucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chipper says, uh, five clean sheets this season already, and last season we only managed six. Remarkable turnaround. It is. It is, it is remarkable. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a dream. It, it's we certainly something we're not used to. Season. Bloody hell, that's not a lot, is it? Yeah, we didn't get a lot of clean sheets last 38 year. Thirty-eight matches, and we got yeah. six clean sheets. Yeah, it's 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 not great reading, to be honest. Um, we didn't have Pope, though. Well, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, well, I mean, or Botman. Or Botman. I mean, we didn't have Dubravka for a lot of the season, did we? Either. No, to be fair. No, and of course, yeah. Bruce didn't really play Fabian Share for a lot of the time as well. Indeed. Let's but, not forget that. And Lascelles a lot of the time. So I mean, and Clark, Freddie Woodman, Clark, mm. Lascelles. Mm. I mean, Last day, I added up. Oh. Carl Darlow. <laughs> yeah, Darlow. Jeez. Oh, uh, Ashley Eddie says, funny how when we got them, Big Joe, uh, when we got them, Big Joe as up front and Miggy was in midfield. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, Isn't that it's mad how it's really mm-hmm. So a really? decent coach can do, can recognise your true position and where, you, where, you, where you're actually, you know, your best playing. Whereas Steve Bruce, he just put them anywhere, didn't he? Mm. Whatever. He did. Square pegs mm. and round earls. Indeed. Um, Gordon reminds me of the bad guy from the 80s karate kid. Oh, yeah. He does, actually. <laughs> or Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> yeah. Wurzel Gummidge. Oh, my God. I used to love him. Yeah. 
Wow, wow. Um, people are starting to take notice of us now, and I'm loving it. Well, how can you not? How can you not? Uh, Darren says, uh, I was frustrated with Longstaff too. He's always about one second off everyone else. Uh, puts the work in, so credit where it's due. But I hope Willock's in for Spurs. I think there'll be a okay. few changes. Um, Ab says, tonight's show is being produced by Liz Truss. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. What a just incredible, just just crazy. The world's gone well. England's Great Britain's gone mad. Uh, v says, uh, "Shame it wasn't Fraser on the pitch uh, to slap him. That would have been a scene cut straight from the show." Uh, I guess yes. Uh, Spike, thank you very much for your twenty quid super chat, mate. Onwards and upwards. How are the lads? Um, v been slapping, not slappy. Okay, <laughs> just to put it right. Uh, but we are in transition as a team, so you're going to have different level of past and future as we become uh, the European constant we deserve to. That's a good point. That sounds uh, there is, good. There is a transition it? of old and new, um, mm-hmm. but th- that's uh, the way it is. Uh, well, uh, John just says it all, really. Um, mm-hmm. There you go. Um, uh, Mark says, Alex, Longstaff is crap. Uh, so Mark's not having it. Uh, Zee says, uh, confident of a result against Spurs, lads and lasses? Well, we'll find out when we do our review, uh, which will be tomorrow night at 7. Uh, mm-hmm. So just, just to let people know what's happening tomorrow night, we are we are with you. We are spending Friday evening with you guys. Uh, so from 7 o'clock, we're doing the preview of the game uh, till around 7.45. Then we're going to have a, uh, you know, launch some poo sticks or have some food or whatever oh, it may be for 15 minutes. It. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we will uh, we'll be back at eight o'clock for the TTR Friday show because it's a double header Friday. We can't do a review show as part of TTR Friday. It just wouldn't work because nah, you know we we have so many different banters going on on TTR Friday, um, and uh, you know so it wouldn't be the same. So we're doing a forty-five minute preview show beforehand. Uh, so don't forget that and don't miss it. Um, Burn did some good covering in the middle of the defence, uh, coming in from the left, but what's happening with target? Well, listen, he can't get in the side at the minute. It's as simple as that. You know, Dan Burn may not be everyone's cup of tea at left back, but, uh, you know, I don't think he did too much wrong, Billy, last night. No, he got beat for pace a couple of times, but, yeah, on the whole, I thought he defended quite well. I thought he was uh, as reliable as the other three, to be honest. Well, not quite as reliable, but still solid centre-half, uh, left-back. Yeah, I, I think he may... Left wing back, well, I don't know, not left half, let's call him one of them in the old fashioned parlance. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. okay, I thought he was solid enough. Well, I think, I think Target may play at Spurs, um, you know, but, but we'll wait and see. Look, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's it's three days, and then a game on Sunday. He may not change much. Has he got, has he got 90 minutes in him, Target, though? Because he, the, the time that question. he's played, he hasn't, he hasn't looked like he's been, you know. Hundred percent fitness, so I I don't know if he's got ninety minutes in him, but I guess we'll find out yeah, on Sunday, won't we? It's not yeah. the easiest thing trying to predict I what mean, Eddie going to do. Let's be honest. We'll not find out now tomorrow, will we? Let's be honest. honest. Yeah. Uh, Stephen says uh, you've got a group of Trophius Murai in your tank now, Paul. Well, I haven't got a group, mate. How the hell can you tell with that blue light? I've got four. I've got one male and three females in there, and I've got also got ten front torso. Um, very young age, and I've got three bristle nose in there as well, just to, you know, keep the algae away and all the crap on the bottom. Um, so yeah, Billy, you won't have a clue what I'm talking about, but there you go. Uh, Stephen obviously does three front toes and a bristle nose. No, ten front torso. Right. 
and three bristle nose catfish. Oh, bristle nose. Oh. Bristle noses, yeah. Bristle they've, nose, they've got little which... things at the front. Uh, the, the, uh, they go around keeping your tank clean and stuff. Um, but yeah, I have seen. Like Hoovers. Yes. Uh, I do want to get a few more trophies, but the, these guys, the, the, the front torso are going to get huge. So, uh, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But it's nice to see the people. Act. How the hell can he tell what fish they are? Incredible. Um, Francisco, good evening to you, you special voiced hunk of lead. Um, Francisco says, actually, Cher is more like uh, who? Sauron. 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 In the intro, whacking everyone aside with each swing and kick. Uh, Robia says, uh, yeah, long staff, not quick enough. Body and mind seems to uh, seems to me scared to leave a foot in as well. Now, that is a good point, and I think this has been a point with Sean Longstaff since he got the long-term injury, Alex, is that when he goes in for 50-50s, he doesn't go in. And there was two last night that I remember that he just did not go for. He pulled out. Yeah. I mean, he is and, what he listen, is. I don't blame him for that. If he's still got that injury on his mind, it, it does play havoc you, with you. You've got to... Re- again, I, I'll, re- I'll refer you back to the, my point about the size of the Everton midfield. They were absolutely enormous. And, you know, not everybody's Bruno. He's doing... Longstaff is doing okay and he's doing a job. He doesn't have the driving runs that Willock's got. He doesn't have the game that Bruno's got. He doesn't have the phys- physicality that Joe Linton's got. He's not got a specific talent, but he's... He's, I'll say it again. I said this a few weeks ago. He's currently James Perch. He's playing that role where he's just trying to cover positions where necessary. He's generally tidy. He, he does Alex, lose the ball Alex, a little Alex, bit. Alex, stop comparing him to James Perch. I think he, I think that's currently James in Perch this current was setup. Shocking. Only wasn't. He was in the team no, when we got. Perchino, oh, I'm not having it. He was our was... rotation midfielder when we came fifth in the league. And he played minutes. He was much used as a fart in a gas plant, Alex. He was. We, come mate, on. We came fifth. The, st- the stats don't lie. We I'm not fifth. having it. We I'm were two points that. off, well, that's off your, Champions uh, League. He wasn't great, Douglas, but he did Douglas, the job. Douglas Louise has been sent off for Villa. I think oh, that moves him out of our game. Oh, what is she? Straight red. Yeah, straight, straight red, red. Three game ban. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Um, Pooley Max says, uh, really want Anderson to start instead of Murphy. I think he can do a job on Spurs. Um, yes. mm. Alex, I, I hope so. Are you surprised Shelby didn't get minutes last night? Has been on the bench twice now. He's just bringing him back slowly. He's not taking a risk mm. on him. Uh, I've he, seen he some... said, didn't he? About he said like he mm. would only bring him on in an emergency situation. So he says he's got to be really, really careful. I mean, to be fair, he's pushed himself to get back sooner, hasn't he? So yeah. that's where the caution's coming from. Well, I think we were saying before the game last night because we were all talking about the same thing whether Shelby's going to come on, um, and we were saying that. Maybe Eddie's brought him back because he's a good influence in the dressing room as well. And that's why yeah. Eddie's putting him on the bench because he's good around the team. You know, and, and he's took a lot of hammer in the past, John Joe Shelby. But listen, he's been captain and he's obviously a good influence to have around the dressing room. And, and um, you know, he, he could be another one coach. of these players that's just improved. But would you really have wanted him on the pitch last night with the way Everton were playing? Not really. And I, I don't think Eddie would have. Spurs might be a bit different because they're not as physical, definitely, in midfield. But I think... He won't start. I'll, I'll be I'm staggered if he starts, but he may come on 20 minutes. He may get 20 minutes. Ooh, I think okay. he'll start the Carabao Cup game, definitely. I think that's what probably Eddie Howe is looking at, giving him a good a good run out in. It would be the, the Cup game. Um, 
I noticed Joe Linton limping quite bad. Uh, he was limping into the box in front of the Gallagher end to defend the corner. Yeah, he's definitely got a knock. I don't think he'll play on Sunday. Yeah. Um, uh, Chesra says, how's uh, in inculcation? Is that inculcation? Uh, Jesus wept. Uh, of intensely, intensely coordinated pressures. Shows where we're leading the league in possessions one in our attacking third. We are first and fourth in passes per defensive action. I think I think Chesa swallowed addiction, Emmy. I think location is the process of fixing beliefs or ideas in someone's mind, especially by Ooh. repeating them. I'm still none the wiser. I think it's it's. Um, I think my head is about to explode. It's, it's, it's repeating the ideology mm. of the intensity is our identity thing. I think that's what he's on about. My God. Have I just stumbled um, into the Open University by mistake here? Yeah. Oh, sure. Is this University thing. Challenge? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to University Challenge. Uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, John says, uh, if we go at them on Sunday, we definitely have a chance, to be honest. I was worried for the game, but seeing how we've been playing and Tottenham's last few games, I feel a bit more confident. Tottenham have not been great this season. They've scraped a few results. Yeah. and they're not. Conte is very, very negative. And I've heard a lot of people... Spurs fans as well saying that he's very, very negative. The problem is with Spurs is it's a complete coin flip as to whether, yeah, it could go like you say, and it's just bog standard Spurs and we can play well, or Hyun Min Song and Harry Kane decide to show up big style and they'll just carry the game. Because Son, when Son wants to play well, Son, I mean, he, he scored three, it out, doesn't he? Yeah, he scored mm -hmm. a hat trick and all three goals were absolute worldies. He's, when they want to play well, you can't stop it. You, you just can't. St Man City can't yeah, stop it. Right. Last season, Tottenham beat them twice. Um, Fair enough. So hopefully we get the... But why the why can't we go into the game and say that they'll be worried about us? Because be. we're a different team now. We're not this team that will capitulate yes. anymore. We are a different team now. We have a different mindset. So why can't we go into the game and, yeah, and talk and worry about us? Mags. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if Son and Kane score a couple of weldies, who's to say we can't score a couple of our own goals to yeah. still, still get points? Who's to say Wilson yeah. can't still, score an overhead yeah. kick? Miggy can't put another worldie in. True. Bruno couldn't hit a 40-yarder in the top corner past Hugo, um, who was magnificent last night, by the way. Uh, if it wasn't for him, it would have been about 7-0 to Man United. Some of the saves he made last night were absolutely incredible. Um and I've always had my doubts about Lorries, but he, he was superb last night. He, he really was. So well done to him. Um, Devin says, if Miggy, if Miggy keeps it up, he's surely a nomination for player of the season. Well, it's a long way to go yet, but yes. Early. Yeah. Um, I like coffee, says I can see the fish in Paul's tank. Uh, congratulations. Uh, it's it, um, Right. Uh, before we get the graphics up from start, or oh, just a quick reminder that if you are enjoying tonight's show, guys, please hit that like button. Uh, of course, it makes uh, us appear on the YouTube searches a lot higher up uh, and tell them that something fabuloso, stupendioso is going on on this channel. Um, I keep trying to come up for words for that. And if you're new to the channel and like what you see, uh, please do hit the subscribe button and be part of this fantastic uh, Tune Review community. Um, we are under 300 away now from 15,000. Uh, we've had a massive influx again of subscribers, so welcome to all the new subscribers as well. Thank you so much for, for coming on board. Um, so please do share the channel, pass it around family, friends. Let's get up to this 15K. Um, and, of course, hit the notification bell, which will let you know when we upload or go live. You can become a member of the Tune Review if you hit that join button just underneath the video itself. If you're on iOS, you may have to pop across to... Um, 
a desktop version of YouTube and uh, you'll be able to join that way. Uh, we also um, have Super Chats available if you want to donate to the channel tonight, like so many wonderful people have already tonight. If you hit the dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments, it will take you through that way. And this is where you can get your Toon Review merch. So let's get down, let's get down to business. So there you go, guys. The tunereview.co.uk is the place to go for your merchandise. Um, Trolls, thank you very much for your 50 Norwegian krona. Thank you for your continued support on the channel, my man. Uh, that is very kind of you. Uh, and by the way, those that don't know, uh, Eric Ten Hag has suspended Ronaldo for this weekend's game. Uh, he won't be involved in the game for Manchester United against Thanks Chelsea. So. Uh, due to him walking off the pitch at 87 minutes because he didn't come on the pitch as a substitute. Uh, what do you guys make of that? I mean, what if it was one of our players? I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of Man United fans are saying, oh, it's disrespectful or, you know, and then a lot of fans are, fans are saying it's disrespectful towards Ronaldo um, what? because of what, of what he's achieved in the game. Oh, um, come off it. Come off or it. Or they could pick Bobby Charlton for that reason, couldn't they? Yes. Absolutely. Well, well said, Billy. Correct. I just think, do you know what? It's all about ego, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it's players like that we do not want who will wreck our dressing room. Absolutely not. Disgusting thing. Imagine you're at work, right? And you just think, oh, I'm away now. I'm just going to get up and leave. Like, that, you, you can't do that. You just can't do it. So, I mean, no, I don't like him. Never liked maybe, him. Don't care. That's maybe it. he's watching the, the fan stream out, so maybe he thought he'd join them. Maybe. I, I I think he was disrespected, but I don't think he should have walked out. I think that was dumb. I think I think because they were two 0 up, he'd sent him out to warm up and then didn't sub him on, which mm. a little bit disrespectful considering who he is. You could have you could have given him minutes, but then I don't he buy that. I don't buy who he is. I don't give a toss who he is. Yeah, but I, you know, if it was you know boot on the other foot, if it was Shearer for us and we were we were winning. He was, you know, he was probably going to retire. You, you give him some minutes. We did. Yeah, we but Shearer, the Shearer would not get up and walk um, off. No, he, he, I, he, he, this is why Ronaldo. Yeah, I agree. Ronaldo should not have walked off. Mm. If if he'd have stayed on the bench and been a proper, you know, representative, then he would have had the moral high ground. But he didn't. He's wandered off, and now he's mm. lost any moral high ground he could have had. Um, and then so. we're going to go through this whole rigmarole again in January, aren't we? The you difference know, like, is Shearer knew when to retire, and Shearer knew when he was finished. Ronaldo clearly doesn't, and he spent the whole game on Saturday, uh, Sunday, being offside. As far as I can see, do you think um, he's finished, though, Billy? I, I mean, I, 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 do, yeah. he needs I to go. He needs to go abroad. He, well, abroad, abroad is in America. Don't play in America, absolutely. Yeah, he'd get a fortune over there, and if he's looking for a big payoff, I mean, can you imagine how many, uh, how many dollars that some of those MLS teams would play him? You know, the, the likes of um, well, who who will Man City connect with? New York City, you know. There's plenty of moolah there. Mm. Definitely. I mean, it concerns me what he's going to do because he's such a, you know, a winning freak. What is it? What is he going to do if he's got no football? I, I, I think he's going to real, really struggle when he retires. I don't think he's going to know what to do at all. Well, apparently, he's got a lot of businesses. So yeah, but he wants to be a, an athlete. That's why he, he lives and breathes. He likes being in being the in the, in the sort of spotlight, doesn't he? he and does. he's not going to have that anymore unless he goes into management, of course. No, of course, he can't see him being a manager. Imagine that. I know. Hmm. 
Uh, Neil says, I'm, I'm black and white daft, but you have blinkers on if you think Longstaff was any good at all. I think he was all, I mean, he wasn't terrible. I don't think he was terrible. Mm. Uh, Darren says, when Pope came charging out the box, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, but he got there. Uh, reminded me of Warpav when he did that. His best game since that England match will do his confidence good, too. Yeah, he did. He looked a lot more confident last night, I have to say. Um, so, yeah. Um, Steve says, evening all. Uh, great game yesterday. Looking forward to the next watch along. Uh, Billy done brilliantly yesterday. Yeah, it'll be Thanks, my Steve. turn on Sunday. Um, Billy did a fantastic job. Billy does the home games, of course. I cover the away games. Um, so we got a, a nice little duo going on with the commentary. And uh, Billy did a fantastic job yesterday. And it's me in the seat for Spurs, which is a it's a half. Is it a half four kickoff? I think so. I think it's a late game. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. Four um, half four. Yeah, something like that. I think the half four now instead of four, which they've put it back half an hour for some reason. Uh, Foxy, good evening to you. Uh, big win for us, as I said, one nil as well. Uh, a lot of people owe Miggy an apology. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we all do, to be He's honest. But let's just um, let's just really see how he continues, uh, you know, and, and hopefully it'll be consistent all season. That's what we want. I, th- I think now, but I think it's enough now to say well done to him. Surely. He's, oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I, I just want him previous, to continue. Um, yeah, but even even so, he's already bettered his best season's goal contribution with yep. with five goals. His previous was four goals. So you know we're only eleven matches in. He's already he's already beaten his own record. Mm-hmm. And we've still got a lot more games to play. Well, we were yep. criticising though. He was playing in the cam, wasn't he? He wasn't playing on the, on the wing as such. That's true. And he, he wasn't physical enough for that role. Uh, the right wing suits him perfectly, apart mm-hmm. from the fact that he ain't got a right foot. But the, he did just work him down that line, and he isn't physical enough for the middle. Like Alex has said before, he gets scared of the centre halves from a mm-hmm. central position. He doesn't. He doesn't from a wide position strangely enough, uh, but from a central position, yeah, he was found yeah. wanting physically. I think. Yeah, he'd yeah. stand at the D and just wouldn't know what to do with it. It was very funny. He'd get very scared. Um, Sammy, good evening. He says uh, Al Hilal Saudi club have announced they will play Newcastle in Riyadh on December the eighth. I haven't seen anything about that, but I wouldn't imagine why not. You know, they, they are, I think they are scheduled to go out there, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, David says, always enjoyable to listen to. Well, knowledgeable chat. Uh, cheers all. Thank you, David. Um, Mike, good evening. We need a lone right back. Trips will tire, especially if he plays the World Cup. Yeah. That Billy, you've mentioned that before. Um, you know, the, the, the worry that, you know, Trippier goes to the World Cup and he, you know, he comes back and he's straight back into Premier League action again. It's going to be tough for... It's not just Kieran Trippier. This is a lot of players. Yeah, I would hope that Mankiel will step in the, into the breach. Of course, Emmy Wilcraft was fit. There'd be no problem. Um, but it looks like they will have to be happy Mankiel. If that's the case, if Kieran comes back knackered after playing six or seven games. Um, but, of course, where England are going at the minute might not be that long, so... Um, we've got seven games in one month after the Villa game. Mm. Mental. It's a lot of games. But this is why they're professional footballers at the end of the day. Uh, Ab says, I generally don't think Trippier gets the credit he deserves for everything he has done since joining. An absolute mentality monster. Absolutely. Well, not, not from us. We, we love him. Uh, I'll tell you what. He's I'm just about an, to praise him. Just an incredible. And do you know what? At the end of the game last night, uh, when they were walking around the pitch, uh, Bruno came over to just to the goal, right by the goal at the Leeser's end, and, and gives someone his shirt. Um, but there was a disabled kid the other side of the goal, uh, and 
Trippier spotted him. He was, I think, he was there with his dad, uh, and Trippier came over and gave him his shirt, and he oh. stood there for a good two or three minutes, just talking to the kid and his dad, chatting oh. away, Thanks. and then give him an absolute massive cuddle, um, and then uh, give him his shirt, and off he went. I thought it was just absolutely incredible, um, and it just such a lovely guy. Uh, but the, the, this is what the difference is that because the players get the fans you know this is the difference the players understand the fan base you know they're not like certain people have said in a fishbowl they are thriving on this they are thriving on the atmosphere and they are loving it um there was a couple of kids in front of us had a um st george's flag with dan burn for england written on and he, he saw it and he, he came over you know around 10 yards away and gave them a thumbs up and a wave you know and it just the spotting things in the crowd and the reacting to them. Whereas, you know, they're not these sort of prima donnas walking around, just ignoring everybody. It's it. The club is definitely part of the fans again. It's got the soul back, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without play, a doubt. The players, the players could hardly go over to the crowd when they're seeing Bruce out flag. So let's be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> but it's just completely different. It's, it, it is. It's just a different atmosphere in that ground. Uh, right, Alex, take it away. Right, so uh, average positions again. This is how we look. This is not Everton's average positions. I've just shunted <laughs> them back because we don't care about them. So no, we've we got our, our average positions. Um, so interestingly enough, you've got um, for the last game we actually did have Burn was a little bit higher up in more of a left back role. He was above the halfway line, mm-hmm. but we're back to a little bit of normality, and we've got this little back three shape. Um, with Trippier actually further ahead than Longstaff. So essentially Longstaff's job is to babysit Trippier when he gets out of position. Uh, And Longstaff, despite a couple of people being a bit harsh to him in chat, um, he does make good covering runs. He did so against Man United where he would would run the channel and try and, you know, make a block or a tackle. Um, At the moment, Longstaff's caught trying to play six, eight, babysitting Trippier's space. And it's, it, He's got a lot to do, and he's not the most talented player. I think he's doing okay, to be fair. If people don't, then that's your opinion. That's fair enough. Bruno is typically just always in this centre circle for us. His average position is always here. He just orchestrates everything. Um, Joe Linton next to him. Um, Because Willock came on at half-time, I'll show you where Willock was. So Willock, when he came on, actually had a much further or much higher role. He was somewhere up here, I believe. I think it was somewhere around there. So a lot higher up than Joe Linton was, uh, which is why there was a little bit of space. Um, slightly less physical midfield. Uh, Miggy is always the highest. He's always ahead of Wilson. With Wilson dropping a tiny bit deeper. Uh, and Murphy, again, made a few good little driving straight runs into here. Got that nice shot away with his right foot that, you know, unfortunately went slightly over. But yeah, we're getting to we're getting very familiar with this kind of system and shape. It would just be interesting to see if we maintain this when Maxi's back, because our old systems used to be very geared around Maxi, um, whereas now they're kind of the way we're playing now is kind of more geared towards um, the right side with Trippier, Miggy, and Bruno doing nice little interlinking plays and switches, and then getting it back to the right. It's all coming from the right now, whereas it mm-hmm. used to be uh, Joe Linton, Wood, and Maxi all on that left side. So it's it's very very different, and we'll, we'll see how we'll see how it changes when um, maybe it will just be a bit more balanced, which is probably for the best. Um, Fot mob 
if we scroll down, we uh, most definitely deserved to win this game. Expected goals, 1.46 to 0.17. So we absolutely destroyed them in XG. Um, 16 shots to one with a big chance. Yeah, just night and day difference. Uh, 50-50 possession, but they again, it was fairly pointless possession. And then we can actually see the shots. That's quite funny seeing their one little Dominic Calvert-Lewin header that went over the bar. And then these are all of ours. Um, so there's Miggy's goal there, which was, again, only a 0 0.06 XG. So you only score them six times out of 100. He doesn't score tap-ins. He only scores worldies. All of his goals have been remarkably low XG, but he's just got a lot of quality with that left foot when he wraps his foot around it. Yeah. Um, a lot of these low XG values, this one I think was the Willock header. I think he should have hit, got that on target. He only got a 0.13 XG for that. Do you guys remember that where he followed a run yeah. into the box? He did a little header, but it went massively over. I don't know mm -hmm. what he was doing there. Maybe a bit off balance. Um, Maybe. Those he missed a, a few... jump, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a few things that e that didn't even go down as a shot. So, for example, that quick, intricate play into the box that went to Trippier's feet and he kind of fumbled over them. That doesn't even count as a shot. But I would still say that's classified as a pretty high-value chance. It just doesn't get logged as a shot. So, this doesn't even show you the full, you know, the full state of it. Uh, and then we talk about Trippier. Let's reset us. If we go and have a look at our uh, Sofa Score player ratings of the season, I mean, look who's top for average ratings. Um, and he's played pretty much all the minutes as well. So, I mean, arguably, Maxi's stats are a bit inflated because he's had a few good games and then he's gotten injured. So his rating's staying high. Whereas Trippier is just playing and playing and playing and his rating's not tanking. His average is just so high. He's just such... He's just... Quality is just there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... Doo -doo -doo. Where's Everton? There we are. No, that's still Tottenham. If it wants to give me the Everton game, that would be lovely. There we go. There it is. Fulham 3, Villa nil. by the way. Fulham 3, Villa Ooh. nil. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Who's the scorers? Well, Mitro's got one. I'm not, he might have got the second or third as well. So, second. Ooh, I hope so, because he's my captain. There's a so, surprise. Here's Mr. Trippier. Heat map again. He's kind of, his heat map is typically more of a right midfielder than a right back, let's be honest. He's pretty much a midfielder at this point. Four tackles, two interceptions is pretty monstrous. Four mm. out of five ground duels, again, is monstrous. Uh, four key passes, seven crosses, and a long ball. He just the amount of chances this guy creates for us is phenomenal. He's just constantly getting the ball in. Um, and that's that's before we even mention the fact that he's captaining the side as well. Um, and who was it that had a ridiculous? Was it was it Bruno? Uh, somebody did some crazy stuff. And I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Cher. <laughs> it was Cher. So if we go in and have a look at Fabian Cher's, um, look at his <laughs> look at his jewels. Uh, he was proper up for it. He won nine out of ten jewels. Absolutely destroyed them. Two tackles, one interception. Only lost one duel. He was proper, proper up for it. Um, two shots on target as well. A couple of soft headers. Bruno, six out of ten duels as well. Very, very tidy. He got counted as the assist with the layup for, for Miggy. And just, just really, really tidy stats. In, in a game, that, let's be honest, the lads were very, very tired. And a lot of them put in fairly decent ratings. 
Uh, and if we can scroll down and have a look, oh, you can actually see their ratings as well, that they're quite fullbacks, very poor. I'm surprised to see Iwobi's rating so low. I thought he looked a little bit better. He was the standout player for me last night for Everton, to um, be honest. I think it's because he was trying more dangerous things. When they failed, it tanks his rating a little bit. But I thought he was better than the other two. Um, Onana was just constantly on the floor. He was very physical, but he was always on the floor. But wingers and fullbacks just didn't do the job at all. Um, and then obviously Willock came on. Uh, there he is. Willock came on. Very sort of sparse heat map there, a bit odd. Um, but two long balls, three shots off target, three out of six ground drills. I, this doesn't really show the whole story, but he was definitely involved with his driving runs. Um, three shots off target. All, all three shots arguably were. He had mm. good value chances and he just didn't take them. Uh, and Bruno's as well. He had three shots off target, but we know how close they were. They te- Yes, they were off target, but a couple of those were very, very close. Um, so definitely, uh, yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to have a look at uh, Fabian Scher's, um FB ref, because we haven't looked at it in ages. Uh, and I'd just like to show how much how much more green it looks compared to what it oh, used to. Um, so progressive passes received is really high. Touches in the attacking penalty area for a centre-back is extremely high as well. Shot-creating actions, you know, he's creating chances for his teammates and he's a centre-back quite consistently. Very mm. good at his interceptions. Um, he's just a very, very tidy centre-back. I love the way he reads the game and he steps up and makes those interceptions. It, it, they're brilliant to watch. Absolutely brilliant to watch. Um, <laughs> Stu says, uh, Percinio is a ridiculous nickname. Uh, it's up there with Zinedine Kilban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely is. Uh, right, it is time for the player ratings. And as usual, we will each give our ratings for each player. Um, but, um, you know, if, you, if you're giving them a, a, a rating, then fine. And they're going to give an explanation, but do it in about three sentences. Anyway, um, here we go. So we'll start with you, Billy, for Nicholas, the Holy One Pope. Hmm. Yes, back to his confident best again yesterday, I thought. Didn't let anything to do, really, as mm-hmm. a saves point of view. But everything he did was tidy, and he read the game really well. I'll give him a 7 out of 10. Okay. Alex? Uh, yeah, I'd go with a 7. Um, although, did we, did we give him a 7 against Brentford? Oh, I, can't I, can't I think we did. Remember. Jesus Christ, Alex. I can't remember this what is, I did This is where, this is where it's tricky. <laughs> because he had a much better game than he did against Brentford. But it's not more than a seven, is it? It's really, really tricky. I'm, I'll go with a seven as well. Of course, okay. it's a game though, doesn't it? And how he performs in, in that particular game, how he feels in that game, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. It's quite different for goalkeepers, I guess, because a lot depends mm. on what comes at them as opposed to yeah. they can't influence it as much. Well, I'm going to give him an eight. Um, not for any shot stopping, but simply because the way he commanded his box yesterday. Um, he, he didn't get any yeah. hope in hell. Every ball that came through when they were chasing after, Pope was out there like grease. Lightning! Um, so for me, uh, I'm going to give him an eight. Danielle? I'll give him an eight and all. Just well, because we're on the top row, Danielle, he gets an eight. Um, there you go. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, two, uh, two successful run outs and one mm-hmm. high claim. So that's sweeper keeper in action. Yeah, hmm. fair enough. Um, right, we'll move on to uh, our right back, uh, Kieran of the Trippier. Uh, Danielle, we'll start with you for the Kieran Trippier. I'd give him a eight. Okay. Yeah, I thought he played really well. I think he looked a bit, you know, off colour. 
little bit off off at times through the game. However, mm-hmm. I, I think you can't fault his commitment, and he's you know played really really well for me. So it's a solid eight. Okay, uh, Billy. I agree with that. Yeah, I thought he's again once again his leadership was outstanding, mm-hmm. uh, and he yeah. drove us forward as he does every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so an eight out of ten, great game. Cool, uh, Alex. Uh, I, I want to give him a nine. Ooh. Oh, he was brilliant. Um, defending was was tidy. Uh, you know, he was involved in the setup to the goal. It was a long switch out to him at the backside of the box, and he brought it across to Joe Linton and to Bruno and to Miggy for the goal. So he he was involved, and just just the amount of chances he creates for us: four key passes, a million crosses, and he's the captain. He had to put up with getting started on, and he kept his cool. He was he was getting our lads out of. Mm. Yellow cards and scraps. I think it was more than just about his performance. I think I wish he'd hit that annoying. shot though instead of pulling it back to Miggy. I wish he'd just take yeah, that he shot could have had a goal. He could have Real had a goal as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give him a nine as well. I thought he was yeah. just, and again, I'm looking at not just what he does with the ball, but his leadership skills and everything like that. It's just second to none. The guy is just a leader. He's, you know what? He's been at Newcastle for what almost a year now, and. Without a doubt, uh, one of the best right backs I've seen play. His positional mm. sense is incredible, um, and just the the all round uh, the way he's embraced Newcastle United is just is just fantastic. So um, we've got two nines and an eight, but because I'm the boss, we'll go with a nine. Um, we'll move swiftly to the left back, and we'll go with Dan Byrne. Uh, I'll start with Dan Byrne, and I'm going to give Dan Byrne a seven, just a steady away a seven again. Um, Got caught out a couple of times, but looked quite uh, solid. I, I don't see, you know, he wasn't all over the place. Um, I, I'm going with a seven. Uh, Billy? Yeah, I agree with that. Seven out of ten is fine. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. solid again. He was beat for pace a couple of times, but generally he helped out the centre-halves too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. seven out of ten is a good score for me. Danielle? Yeah, seven for me as well. I think you're absolutely right. You did get caught a few times, but still a good performance from Dan. So, yeah, seven. Okay, Alex? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think cool. he's trying his best to not get caught out for pace, but he is what he is, and he's being asked to play in that role. So, Okay, uh, next one is Sven Botman, and we'll start with you, Billy. Uh, yep, yeah, I'll give him an 8 out of 10. I thought, mm-hmm. again, he was commanding in the air. Um, again, the passing was fantastic. Just a great player. It's a fantastic player. 8 out of 10, because he didn't have a lot to do, really. Alex? Mm. Yeah, I think, I think an 8. I think he... Yeah, I mean, looking at stats here, he got two key passes, and he's a centre back. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> it's it's tidy. It's very very Man. tidy. He's not just... as good, not as good as the runs uh, Fabian Share made in that second half yesterday. Mm. Holy hell! Well, yeah. Bottom and forward like a winger. But no, Bottman gets an eight. He's just just again, he plays like a thirty-two year old, not a twenty-two year old. Just yeah. just brilliant every week. Danielle. Yeah, I agree. Eight for me as well. I think he's okay. great. Yep, I'm going with an eight as well. So there you go. Uh, so an eight for Sven of the Botman. Now Fabian Share on the other side. Danielle, nine for me. I mean, I'll give him a ten, but usually just like not agree. So I'm going to give him a nine. Um, I think he was outstanding again. I just don't mm-hmm. know. He's just. I, I don't understand how someone could look at him and not want to play him on your side. Mm. Like I, I don't understand it because he's got everything. Um, he's so committed. And he gives everything, he leaves everything on the pitch. So yep. for me, nine for me. Um, I'm giving him a ten. Uh, Ooh, 
you say I was going to give him a ten, but he's never I thought he was absolutely before. fantastic last night. It, it's it's not just it's his positional sense as well. It has improved so much. The way he tackles, the way he intercepts. You know, again, he was stepping up and intercepting the ball, but not just intercepting the ball. He was intercepting the ball and then driving us forward. You know, twice in the second half, he drove forward as if he was playing in midfield. Um, just incredible. Uh, again, taking shots to the head for the team. You know, just when he looks down and out, he just gets up. Three minutes later, he's running around again. He just, he looked like he pulled a hamstring yesterday, got up, had a bit of a feel of his hamstring, thought, nah, I'll get on with it. And he just ran back into his position. And there was no way anyone was getting through Fabian Scher last night. And the way that he stuck up for his captain uh, as well, it was was brilliant. And I just thought, man of the match for me last night was Fabian Scher again. And I, he, he just seems to be, he's like a good cheese or, or a good wine. He's just just fantastic. So, Swiss cheese. Uh, Swiss cheese. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's 10 for me. Uh, Billy Bob? Uh, nine for me. I thought he was outstanding. Okay. Um, those two, he did two passes like that with a, a full like angle of the pitch mm-hmm. from the corner yep. center of his penalty area to the corner of their penalty area. Phenomenal mm-hmm. passes, and again, he stuck up for his captain, defended like a lion as he always does. Nine out of ten for me, super okay. Alex, I'm tempted to go with a ten as well. I'm tempted, I am tempted for the reasons you said essentially. Yeah, it, it's the performance. You know, nine out of ten duels, very good passes, great positioning, and then on top of that, defending his captain, and on top of that, drawing a bunch of fouls, and again on top of that, when he's injured, he's not passes. injured. He just carries on. He doesn't care. Mm. He, he he gets clattered again every week. How many times has that guy had a concussion test? <laughs> I feel so sorry every every match. It's fab. It's incredible, how many, how many man. It, it, it is simply up? incredible. It's, but he, he just keeps... Yeah, so I'd, I'd probably say his performance warrants an eight or a nine and then just the extra mile of of just battles through the injuries, mm. defending his teammates. I'll go for the 10 as well. Why not? So that's a 10 for Fabian Scher um, because we're going to pretend Danielle give her a 10 and not a, give him a 10 and not a nine. So there well, you go. Technically, I was going to. So, I mean... Hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, right, we'll move into midfield now, uh, and we'll start off with uh, Sean Longstaff, um, and we'll start that one off with Alex. Oh, that's a tricky one. I'm going to give him a seven as well. I'm going to okay. give him a seven. I'm not going to give him any any lower than a seven. Um, he still made two key passes. He was he was important. You know, we we still we won the game with him in midfield essentially. We didn't lose the game. He didn't make any errors that led to a goal. He, he was not as good as the other midfielders, you know, and he didn't have a great performance, so he can't get any more than a seven. But he was on the winning side and he was competent enough to, to help us get the win. So, okay. yeah, I'll give him a seven. Okay. Um, I'm giving him a six. Um, I, I just thought, he's, you know, I mean, listen, six is average. So he was average for me. Five he, was average, technically. Sorry? I mean, five is average technically, but okay, I'll give him a five. Um, he was <laughs> That's average. Harsh. Well, he's telling me he's five's out. Listen, I'm, I'm. Shut up, Alex. I'm going with a six, right? And he was average. Yes. Uh, Billy. <laughs> yeah, I agree with six too. I thought um, he's obviously the, the least talented of our midfield players, mm-hmm. but he puts the effort in, and he did contribute at times also, both defensively and, and going forward. So, 
uh, a six, but he did lose the ball on many occasions too. So, yeah. Danielle? Six for me. Yeah, I thought, again, just I can't really say anything more than what you guys have said, but I think he's hot in it with Sean. So I think it's not that he doesn't want to try. Yeah. He, uh, you know, we can't, we can't really we'll get behind him, haven't we? Yeah. It's incredible tonight because, you know, Simon Cowell sitting there in his black shirt, uh, giving all these uh, higher marks tonight, which is... I know. Which is, I, I think, I mean, I think I'm a fan of it. Take, you've got to take it in the right context that Longstaff's playing a very specific role at the moment. Um, with I am. Just, just tucked average, in behind Trippier. No, I get that. Um, I just feel like he played, he played how he... I don't think he would have... I think if we play that match again... I think he would probably give the same performance. I think that's just how he would play against their midfield and with the role that he's got. He gave the ball away a lot. That was my gripe with him last night. It wasn't so much his tackling or anything like that. He gave the ball away so many times, um, which was 22 out of 29 passes. So that's only 76%. So I was right. He lost the ball seven times. Hey, did I not say at the start of this? Hang on, hang on. Did I not say at the start of the show, I counted seven times he gave the ball away last night? And Alex has just confirmed that in a statistic. Wow. Okay. Um, what were you going to say, Danielle? Let's move on. Okay. Um, so we'll move on to uh, Joe Linton, who only played forty-five Aww. minutes. But what we're going to do is we'll uh, we'll we'll say Joe Linton and Joe Willock here because obviously they played forty-five minutes each. The so two Joes. The two Joes. Uh, I'm going to give Joe Linton a six. Uh, I thought he was a little bit off. Um, but he, again, that could have been injured. I thought some of his tackling was very clumsy, possibly lucky not to get a, a second booking. Um, but I love Big Joe, but it wasn't one of his uh, best games. But it showed in the second half just how much we do miss yeah, him in really. that position that he plays. Uh, and Joe Willock gets an eight. Um, I thought he was brilliant. Driving forward, creating opportunities. I love watching him do that because I don't know whether you guys noticed that, but he just looks like a Chris Waddle when he's running with the ball like he, he beats men without sort of even looking like he's bothered but the runs he was making was brilliant so he he gets a he gets a solid eight from me uh billy i agree with you 100 exactly what you said six for joe linton eight for willow okay danielle and me for the same Good. reasons and alex uh, I'd give Joe Linton a five. I'm not sure how you can give. I don't, I'm not sure how you can give Longstaff and Joe Linton the same rating when Joe Linton had a really bad day. Um, I love Joe Linton, and it's very uncharacteristic of him. But he didn't have a good day. Longstaff had a bad day as well. I mean, Joe Linton hit got 66 percent pass accuracy, gave away two fouls, didn't contribute too much. I mean, he was he was in he was integral. All right, okay. I, I've just remembered one thing that makes me want to change my rating. He was. Right oh, in the box, he, he was integral in the build up to the goal, so I think mm. I've got a bump up to a six based on that. But apart from the, the being the build up in the goal, I thought he was very poor. Um, and I'm not blaming him, I think he'll be absolutely fine when he comes back. He's just mm. just one of those days. Um, and then Willock, I agree, I think he gets an eight. Um, yeah. the driving runs, he just he makes it look like the opposition aren't trying, he makes them look lazy. Because he just moves the ball so effortlessly, it's it's, it's when he when he when he's yeah. really switched on with those runs, they are so so impressive. And I thought he combined really well with Elliot Anderson. To be fair, um, Abs is asking why he suddenly jumped to Willock. Well, that was because we we he had forty five minutes, so you know we came yeah, on for Joshua Martin at the same time. Yeah, um, right. The other midfielder is of course Bruno Glameras. 
Um, sorry? Bruno Guimarães, not Guimarães. I hate when people say Guimarães. I always say Guimarães. It's Guimarães. I can't say it. Guimarães. Guimarães. Alex, Bruno Guimarães. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Sorry, we don't have a player with that name. Bruno G. <laughs> Bruno G. No, no uh, relation to Honey G. By the way, I just like this point that out. Oh God. Jesus. Mm. Oh Ali G. Or Ali G for that matter. <laughs> yes. Any of the G's. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a nine. Mm. I think it was probably an eight performance, but because we've given such high scores, I've got to give him a nine. Otherwise, it sounds mental. Um, yeah, he drew three fouls, three tackles. Really physical, shots were really close, lots of intricate play, key passes, just he's got everything. Basically, everything we've described about all the midfielders, he's done all of it sort of mixed into one player. He's just got all of it. It's mm. brilliant. So I'll give him a uh, nine. Dark by Design says, don't forget Kenny G. Oh, mm. yes. The famous yes. Saxophone, saxophone player, of course. Mm. Um, Danielle, Bruno. Nine for me. I mean, he's yep. always going to be a top scorer, isn't he? Apart from obviously Cher, but yeah, yep. he just brings so much to the game. Um, I'm just kind of conscious that any time now he's good, la- good lady's about to have a baby, isn't he? Mm. So I mean, mm. well, hopefully she'll have it tomorrow. Um, yes. Julie J says some commentators say Guimarães, Guimarães. Um, I just in the Brazilian way because I just listen to what they said and it's right because it's their language. So of course. <laughs> We know what you're like for accents, Alex. It's all yeah. right if you oh, pronounce yeah. the name wrong. We do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bruno Gomez, Guiamars. I will give uh... Guiamars <laughs> <laughs> for that ten minutes. That, that twenty minutes. So much. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! <laughs> for that twenty minutes between the twenty-fifth and the forty-fifth minute last night, I yeah. was absolutely awestruck by what he was doing. I was gasping at some of the twitches he was making. Uh, the backflick interception and that Steady move. Steady on, Billy. Get a room. It was serious to God. It was unbelievable. It was. It was. I'll go as far as to say it was the best twenty-five minutes I've seen a Newcastle United player ever perform. Absolutely. Oh, get, it's getting nothing less than a ten for me, just for yeah. that twenty-five minutes alone. Well done, uh, Billy. Of course, uh, Tom Lynch says as well. Don't forget Gina G. Oh, ooh, oh, oh, just a little bit. Oh, I just I'm, a little I'm, bit. I'm, exactly. I'm yeah. Saying that, Tom, not you. Mm. I'm not be saying, I'll say. I know, I, I, Tom. Tom doesn't seem to be a, somebody who would, you know, have Gina G, but there you go. I was, I was um, saying that when I was constipated once. Oh, <laughs> my God. Swiftly moving on. Um, uh, Tom says he's with Alex on the correct pronunciations. Uh, Francisco says, Alex, don't cry, mate. Um, it hurts. So they, yeah. I, well, you can tell. You, you know, you, you removed your glasses to show your disapproval. I know, I mean, so it's, it's, it's fine. when the glasses come off. You know what I mean? Uh, Mike Trembeth as well says, "Don't forget uh, the famous G Spot." Oh God! Oh God! Uh, never seen so it. Says, never, don't never, forget. Never found one. Also, don't forget. <laughs> don't forget the G string. Oh, it's going crazy here. Oh, never mind. Uh, Right, let's let's move on. Um, we're, we're up to the front three now, so we'll start with uh, Young Murphy, and uh, we'll start with Danielle. I'm going to give him a. Uh, mm. You're going to give him a mmm. Mm. I was going to say it, and then I changed my mind. Um, I'm going to give him a eight. 
No, eight. I'm going to give him a seven. I'm going to okay. give him a seven. Okay, right. Yeah, because I think he's, he's, he's playing well, though. Like he is. He, like, listen, he's 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 getting co- he's getting more and more confident, and I think that's mm-hmm. that that comes down to Eddie Howe working really well with I him. I don't want I don't want to spend every week trying to make excuses for putting him down and saying, "Yeah, this is what he did wrong." No, I no. Want to say, I want to say actually, this is what he's done right, and he's playing really good. So, like, I think good he for was him. I think he was really good first half. Second half, oh, he okay, faded yeah. a little bit. So, I'm going to give him a seven as well, mm-hmm, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think a seven's fair. I think his off the ball work was really good. His pressing was really good, and then he he started. He definitely got some confidence because he kept running at the fullback and then jinking and finding a space and running into the space towards the box. And that's how he got that first shot off. And it was really really impressive. And mm. then he forgot how to do that and just kept running into defenders every time he had the ball. Mm. I don't know why he just needed to replicate what he was doing earlier on because it was brilliant and then he forgot and he just kept running into people. There was a reason so... for that Alex. There was a reason for that. I'll tell you about it when I give him a mark. Okay. Yeah, so I'll give him a 7. It was a, it was yeah, more confident. He's again, it's what I said a few weeks ago. He looks like he understands our system now. He's not mm. just running around. And I like that he actually gets what he's meant to be doing because that helps the whole yeah. team. Billy mm-hmm. I'll give him a six. Um, while he was going at Seamus Coleman one on one, fine. But as soon as Gordon came back to help him, not a chance. He was he, he was just doing for base every time. Um, and ironically, the best thing he did actually was just before he got substituted off when he took about four players on, beat them all. But I think that when Gordon came back to help Coleman with him, he was lost. Um, so mm-hmm. six for me. Okay. Um, Toon Sean says, uh, any chance you could do something for charity involving Stato on your streams? He has to say foreign footballers' names in the same way the rest of us do in normal English. Absolutely not. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, let's also not forget the famous Stevie G. Um, oh, yes. Francisco, well, doesn't quite know, uh, Francisco doesn't know what a G spot is. Francisco, you've let yourself down. Rachel, you like thousands of men, you like thousands of men, Francisco. <laughs> Good job, Rachel ain't watching now. Mm. Well, there you go. Um, speaking of charity, um, I think uh, next Friday, a week on Friday, the TTR show is going to be a Halloween special. Um, so we're going to mix it. We're going to have a bit of fun on that night. Um, and that night will be another charity night where we'll be uh, raising money again for Parkinson's and British Heart Foundation. So uh, just to give you a heads up, that night is that show is going to be a charity show. So all super chats and donations to the channel will go to charity. Now, last time we did that was on transfer deadline day. Um, we raised £267 for each charity, which was incredible. So thank you so much uh, for that. And uh, we'll be doing the same again on Halloween. Uh, so we'll be having a lot of fun as well. Um, Definitely do some and, good quizzes uh, as well, can't we? Yeah. Spooky yeah. players, red cards, tackles. Yeah. Exactly. So it, we'll, we'll be looking back at some of the scary things for Newcastle. Ooh, we could have like ghoul or no ghoul. Ghoul or no ghoul. Uh, that's interesting, Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- there you go. So we will be having the Halloween special and we are going to do it for uh, for charity as well for all your super chats. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, please don't forget that. Of course, it, it, you know, two very important charities to our hearts, obviously Parkinson's for myself. Uh, and the, the, the British Heart Foundation for the late, uh, late great Dave Harrison. So uh, we're going to do that. And um, we actually might do it for three because I want to do something for John Tudor. Uh, his his charity, of course, John's not really well at the minute. Um, so I might look at that as well. But it's going to be whatever we generate through Super Chats 
will go to charity. So there you go. Um, we like to do that once every so often. And uh, Halloween seems like a good time to do it because we can have a really good laugh on Halloween and uh, make some uh, make some spondies for the uh, for the charities. So uh, thank you very much in advance for that. But uh, just to give you a heads up, that's what we're going to do. Um, right. Uh, we've got Miggy next. Uh, Billy. Uh, nine out of ten for Miggy. Fantastic goal. Nearly did it again at the beginning mm. of the second half. Was a constant threat down that yeah. uh, right hand side. Again, an energy and abundance even after playing three days before. Yeah, nine out of ten for me for Miggy. Outstanding. Yep, nine for me, uh, Danielle. Well, I'm going to give him a ten. I'm going to give him a nine for his performance and a ten for that smile. Yeah, did you see him sitting on the bench after he'd been taken off last night? Just sitting there with an absolute beaming smile on his face. It was. I love to see it. I just love it. He's just. You just want to give him a cuddle, don't you? He's Mm -hmm. just. I mean, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. class, Uh, Alex. Yeah, I'll give him a nine. I thought he was. He was brilliant. Three tackles again from a winger. Mm -hmm. Um, His passing accuracy as well. Twenty-six out of twenty-nine passes, ninety percent. He's just tightened everything up. Pressing, shooting's better, his passing's better, his link-up plays better, his tackles, everything's just so much sharper. He's worked on his whole game and he's mm-hmm. just just a delight to watch. Definitely a nine. Okay. Um, now, this one is going to be... Have we asked you, Billy? Oh, yes, we have. Um, this one, I think, is going to cause... In, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your scores for uh, Mr. Callum Wilson. Uh, Danielle? Hmm... I'm going to give Callum a seven. Right. I don't think it was that good. Mm. I, don't, I, mean, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't really see a lot of him in the game. So, I mean. Yeah, he, he wasn't in it much, but. Uh, and I get that it's what I get, firstly, before everyone comes for us in the, co- in the comments, <laughs> right? Because, you know. Well, you haven't um, heard ours yet. But I, I just feel like people, you know, they will. But I feel like there wasn't a lot of creativity in for him there was not a chance for him but yeah you know yeah okay Alex uh I give him a seven I thought he was all right okay. I thought he had a, he had a very similar game to what he's had recently where he's not getting a lot of the striker chances everything's going through wingers mm-hmm. um and yeah what he said that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what he said. I like the way yeah, he's yeah. doing this. Him <laughs> down there. <laughs> I think we'd be having a very different conversation if a couple of people could have finished their dinner. He put he put a, a few people through a few times. Um, mm. You know, tr- he, he played Murphy through, and he was also part of the chance that got um, uh, Trippier and, and Miggy there. He, he was involved in some really really dangerous build up, and people and, and it fizzled out. And if people had put those away, there would have been assists and, and direct involvement from Wilson. And we'd be having we would be having a different conversation through no fault of his own. You know, mm-hmm. somebody else mm-hmm. finishing chances Maybe. changes his and that's not he can't make them finish those. It's the same thing we used to talk about with Maxi. Maxi mm-hmm. can't make his teammates finish those chances. He can only just deliver what he delivers. And I think that's what Wilson's doing at the moment. I think he's playing in a slightly different role. Um, Miggy, as we show on the average positions, Miggy and Murphy are so high up, and Wilson's dropping back. Um, they were very physical. He managed to draw a couple of fouls. He didn't give away any. So, um, yeah, I think he is struggling a bit. I think he's, I think he's frustrated as well because he wants to be the the pinnacle, the peak, mm-hmm. and be getting the chances. And at the moment, he's having to take and a step come. back. Yeah, look, come for it. But I don't think he's doing anything wrong. I think it's just the way we're playing. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Uh, Barbara says his Halloween fancy dress. Oh, well, if, if we can if we can promise to get plenty uh, plenty super chats in for the charities, then uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, some people would say that I turn up in Halloween costume every show, and I'm saying that before the comments come in. Um, so you know, maybe's maybe's. Um, Billy Callum Wilson for you. Yeah, seven out of ten is a fair fair score for him. I think he gave again Tarkowski and Cody nightmares with his running mm-hmm. between them, his physical presence amongst two physical centre halves. Uh, mm-hmm. But the chances aren't coming his way, are they? He's not getting the service where he can judge him properly. But as Adding mm-hmm. said, he did kind of assist. Give assists, which should have been taken really uh, for later in the game. So seven's fair, but like Alex says, I've had them chance been taken. We were looking at eights or nines for him. Okay, I'm surprised. I have to say, um, I'm going with a five. I was, I was, I wasn't. He didn't impress me last night. Uh, look, well, listen, I'm only speaking for what I saw on the pitch at the, at the game last <laughs> night. I, I didn't, I didn't think he. I just didn't think he had a listen. I love Callum Wilson. Don't get me wrong, but I, I just think he was he was off. Um, by the way, Susan's put a suggestion in for us to uh, uh, come on the stream as Adam's family characters. I'll come as Tony then. I'll come as cousin it. Watch. <laughs> Who could Alex be? There's my Colachini wig out the window. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I'll, I'll, come, I'll come as Jerry. I'll come as Jerry Adams. <laughs> <laughs> no, Billy. No, Christ. I'm not having it. I'm not starting. Um, Swanky says, "Good Lord, chaps, you have to dress up." Uh, Paul, if you were a Halloween costume, you would be better dressed. That's just shit. Never. Um, right. Who who was uh, who was subs? So we've already done, um, obviously, uh, Willock. Uh, so there was Elliot Anderson and Fraser, of course, came on at the same time. Uh, so we'll do them both together. And I'm going with a seven for Elliot and a six for Fraser. Hmm. Billy? Yeah, I just was Elliot had been a little bit more clinical last night. So I think he might have got his first goal. Had he been a bit yeah. more clinical? He could have shot first time or maybe took one touch and he just hesitated a minute. A second and it was out of the way, but yeah, seven for Elliot and 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 six for Fraser, who basically got kicked and pillar to post for the time he was on. He looked more comfortable on the right hand side, though, I've got to say. Yeah. Uh well, Julie J says, Billy, you should be Uncle Fester. Thanks, Julie. Um, <laughs> he played for Middlesbrough, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody's asking, was that uh, was that Ozzy Osbourne? Shannon! 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 Um. Yeah. Did you say Shannon? Sharon. Sharon. I know Sharon. it's Sharon, but it sounded like you said Shannon. Everybody goes Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> I've pissed me pants, Sharon. <laughs> uh, Uncle Fester, cousin it, Morticia, and Gomez says Francisco. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Right, uh, Danielle. What? Oh yeah. Elliot. I forgot what we were talking about. Sorry, it's been a long day. Tony um, Adams, Jerry yeah. Adams, Daniel. Come on. <laughs> Don't make it hey, Imagine one of us turns <laughs> up in an Arsenal kit. I mean, that would never happen. But <laughs> an Arsenal not... kit with, with a pint. We're not Donkey. on another YouTube channel that I'm not Donkey mentioning. Donkey is, yeah, anyway, Shrek. Um... 
Right, let's let, let, right, let's finish. Hang on. Right, I'm going to give Anderson a seven. Fraser, I feel sorry for him because he barely had anything to do because every time he got the ball, he got bad. Like, literally mm. got chinned at yeah. every opportunity. Like, I felt bad from there. So, I mean, I'll give him a six as well. Mm. Okay, Alex? I give him both a seven. Okay. I think Fraser got okay. fouled three times and all three fouls were because he was about to run into a dangerous space. So he made that himself effectively. And I've got to give that credit. And I don't think Actually, just because I've changed to a seven. Yeah. <laughs> but Elliot Anderson equally had <laughs> he didn't get fouled and he got the opportunity to drive into those spaces. He won us a corner, he looked very lively and possibly could have got his first goal, yeah, if he was a bit more switched on. Okay. Um, but he does look very, very technical. I think Jordi Maradona is a fair shout. He's, that, yeah. that, that ball stays very close to those feet. He looks a bit Spanish, doesn't he, with his um, style. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, Helio Anderson. Fair enough. Anderson. Anderson. Tom Lynch says the Adams family, Jerry, Tony, Brian and John. <laughs> John Adams. John Adams. <laughs> <laughs> thing is John Adams. All comes Grizzly. <laughs> Uh, Francisco says, Paul, you can come dressed as my little pony. Uh, Francisco may not fall out. Um, I mean, you can go as Connor Coder. He's already got the shirt on. Mm-hmm. He plays for Everton. You... Ah, I know, but he's, he'll always be a wolf yeah. player, won't he? Uh, Mike says, dress up as Gabby on Bonglahore. You might get cancelled if you dress up as a giant penis, though. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, right, Eddie Howe, quickly round the table. Billy? Nice uh, out of 10. Um... Again, he, he, he picked a team that he, he had to pick it. Uh, no, no real choices. Um, but we, we played a nice uh, style of football for 25 minutes in that first half. So, 8 out of 10 for me. Alex? I give him a 9. I, I okay. really, was really impressed. I think our corner routines have massively improved. I think, yeah, there were some soft headers at the end of them, but he can't, you know, physically make the players head better. Um but the corner routines were much better with Joe Linton, Miggy and Trippier taking them and having varied routines. The centre-backs are getting more chances from corners. Um, I loved when he told Cher to stay down before they made the substitutions. You know, the in-game management was really good. Mm-hmm. I think the substitutions were spot on. We'll look at half time. All the subs were done at the right time. They were the right changes. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really, really, really good um, from the coaching staff. So I'll give him a nine. Okay. Um... Danielle? I'll give him uh, eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give him an eight as well. Um, and, of course, the Newcastle United fans is a, a, a ten straight mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no special mentions this week because we give one on, 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 on for the Man United game. And I'm giving one. We do them weekly, Danielle. No, I'm giving one to Billy, my brother. Okay. Just for being... Just because he's class. Just the commentary. class. Yes, your commentary is classy, that's dead funny. And like, I just think you make, you bring so much to this channel and I'm so grateful that we've got you. So, oh, thank you. just for you. I want to give one to Bruno because he, he did things in that 25 minutes that I've not seen in 50 years. You're not allowed to give them to the players, Billy. Oh, Why shit. not? Mine's a stat award. I've got to give it to the players. No. Yeah, go on, Alex. No, give it the to players do not get special awards. It's, it's for other things. I always give a stat award to a player. Yeah, go on, give them it. Go on. I, I'm Fabian Cher, nine <laughs> out of ten jewels against a giant side. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Fab deserves one. That's, see, that's better, isn't it? Go on, Paul, Is give it? an award. You know you want to. No, I haven't got one. 
Oh. What about one for descent for us three? <laughs> Knowing what you said. <laughs> yeah, you're all yellow carded, you bastards. <laughs> right. There you go, guys. Uh, it is a mutiny. Doctor by Design says it's a mutiny. It is. A, it is. It's terrible. Uh, I, I, I feel. I feel like I've. I've. I've had to walk the plank. You know what I mean? Do you feel like this trust? I don't feel that bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, right, that is it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you have enjoyed tonight's show, please hit the like button as usual. And if you're new to the channel, why not become uh, part of the community and hit that subscribe button? It's free to do so. And of course, hit the notification bell when you know we go live or we upload a video. Uh, I will be doing another press conference reaction one tomorrow, see if there's any news comes out of Newcastle. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And then don't forget, tomorrow night we start at 7. Uh, with the 45-minute uh, show for the uh, preview for the Tottenham game. Uh, so we'll rattle through that and give you our score predictions. And then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back at 8 o'clock for TDR Friday. Uh, and I'm sure uh, Billy will be on form as usual. Everybody's looking for his quick wit. Uh, the question is, will Alex smile tomorrow on TDR Friday? You just never know these things, you see. Um uh, just incredible. Will Danielle be angry or will she want to help people? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Bit of a twist on Saints or Lanks well tomorrow again. Ooh, oh, I love no. it. Oh, man. I love a twist. Ah. <sighs> I hate Came that Came to me game. today in a fit of light. Well, you talked about you won last week, didn't you? No, I didn't. Absolutely oh, not. He you did. Won? Him with the Harry Potter Alex. on the bottom there. Oh. You see? Harry no, Potter. You all won. You tied. How does how does man with glasses call man with glasses Harry Potter? That, what? what? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Man you all won. <laughs> you, you all tied last week, if you remember. Oh, yeah, we all win, I thought, man. Okay. Because that's Paul fine. had the question to win it, but failed. <laughs> all right, Billy. There's no fucking need for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're talking about getting knifed through the heart. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I, I didn't I'm say miserably at the end, did I? I just said fail. <laughs> well, you had to remind me, Billy, of a painful, painful night. <laughs> Could have got my first ever win. Uh, right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, thank you to you three. I don't know why I'm saying thank you, but you, know, you turned up. Um, and thank you to the fantastic mod squad. Uh, but most of all, thank you to you guys out there, the fantastic viewers, because without you, this wouldn't be anything. Uh, we've had great viewing figures again tonight. Uh, so thank you very much. And uh, you will see the four of us tomorrow night for uh, the preview and, of course, TTR Friday. But in the meantime, guys, have a great Friday, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye.